This is The Braither Point. It didn't end with the slaying of the 300 at Thermopylae. It began. It didn't end with just another crucifixion in Golgotha. It began. It didn't end with the slaughter at Sand Creek. It began. It didn't end with the fall of the Alamo. It began. It didn't end at Ford's Theater. It began. It didn't end at the Lorraine Hotel. It began. It didn't end at Pearl Harbor. It began. It didn't end on 9-11. It began. And here and now, you arrogant and ignorant, traitors and enemies, evil and foolish, foreign and domestic, nothing is ended. Yamamoto knew better than you. You've awakened the American giant and filled us with terrible resolve. Retired soldier, special agent and spy turned whistleblower warrior, served and sabotaged, rejected and redeemed, failed and forgiven, betrayed and saved, rejecting revenge, humbled and blessed, repurposed in redemption as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth teller. Now your intelligence officer, following God, leading my family, and any that choose to join on our long walk to faith and freedom. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Uh, very special guest today, but before we get to that, a couple of things. You'll see a different banner underneath there. And so there is a special webinar event queued with Ask the Major coming up uh, on March 29th, and it's calculating the coming collapse. It's where I'll talk about some things I don't really like to talk about uh, that openly, and you can register for that at jeffreyprather.com slash CCC, calculating the coming collapse, uh, what's happening in that regard. Uh, and of course, you can always go to jeffreyprather.com, sign up for free updates. You can join Team America there as well. If you're not in the United States, you can join Team Global Freedom. Team America is in all 50 states. Uh, Team Global Freedom is in about 24, 25 uh, countries, and it's Americans uh, and freedom lovers relying on each other and God and not corrupt government in D.C., just like we st stopped relying on corrupt government in Britain and also corrupt world government uh, as well. So a couple uh, quick um, updates here. I always want to respond to Rumble Rants. And this is from Aritos, Global Cabal, Screwtapes, China, uh, and he sent me a couple but I'm just going to use one, is uh, if Russia, Putin is really out to push back on the USA, why is Putin not speaking out against the pedophiles on Obama and Biden's? Why is he not going hard wiki style on Hillary and Pelosi? Why is he not bringing up trillions of dollar printing, which messes up the world money market? Why is he not stay, saying COVID was a lie? Why did he poison his people with Sputnik shots? Because they're all in on it. So I'm not saying he's not in on it. Uh, what you're saying about the Sputnik shots is uh, correct. I'm saying he's an ally and that he is an ally as he is an enemy of our enemies, which is the corrupt world government, global cabal, the deep state. In fact, uh, a Russian virologist uh, who helped develop um, Russia's COVID vaccine has just been found dead, murdered. Andrei Boltikov, one of the 18 scientists who developed the Sputnik V vaccine at the Gamaleya National Research Center. I'm not saying Putin's a good guy. I never said that. He's, a, he's KGB. And he's the one who said, he's ex-KGB, and he's the one who said, KGB, there are no ex-KGB. I'm saying he's an ally uh, because he's a fellow enemy of the global cabal, pushing back against Ukraine. Ukraine is the inflection point for the global cabal. That's all I'm saying. 
there. But I don't expect him to be a friend or a good guy. <laughs> Yeshua is my friend. Uh, he is an ally. That's uh, that's all. And there's been a bunch of other uh, Russians that have been killed uh, as well. Uh, but again, uh, Ukraine is losing. Bakhmut is collapsing. Even though um, the Wagner Group uh, commander is uh, making some noise there, I think that's just to make sure that uh, his guys don't get cut off. Um, but I'll talk about that on different shows. W4DA asks of the Global Cabal Screw Tapes China, where can I get ivermectin without a prescription? That's easy. Any feed store. Uh, I've dewormed my cattle with it forever. My wife gives us the cattle version uh, as well. Um, but you would have known that by now. Lots of resources, resources on patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather uh, for all of that uh, as well. Dana Lee on Global Cabal Screw Tapes China. Thank you for the update. They're always informative and your guests are always so knowledgeable. Uh, I hope one day to get to the bottom of who is doing all the manipulation to bring down the USA and other countries. Well, pay attention. I'm always delineating who's doing that. And if you like the previous guests, you're going to love today's guests. Um, but uh, again, we have traitors in our own government. Uh, there's the deep state, the double government. They're part of the global cabal. There's also the enemy nation state of China uh, and the uh, non-nation state uh, illegal drug cartels. It's a similar cartel that I was a whistleblower of, and then there's the legal cartels, such as Pfizer. Uh, so there's an array of enemies uh, against us, and that's what I'm always talking about. So um, last night on Tucker, I actually caught Tucker. Tucker doesn't talk to me anymore, but that's okay. Uh, he had January 6th tapes that no one had seen, and that's very uh, crucial that uh, Brian Sicknick was alive walking around. We knew he wasn't killed, uh, and of course, alternative media a lot of this was already out there, but it's an important inflection point that mainstream media is starting to get the truth out there, even though they are slow walking it and they are controlling it. Uh, it is an information influence operation for the truth. So that's very significant. And they, they really poured over those files. So he's coloring outside the lines as much as he can uh, as possible. And he was also outing Ray Epps. And so uh, that is hopeful. And so that's important because unconventional warfare always eventually goes to conventional warfare. Uh, and that is unconventional warfare is built upon alternative media um, and sources and hospitals and everything and structures until it can turn the tide. Uh, and that's what's happening here uh, as well. So that's very important. So it's good that uh, in February... Uh, Tucker Carlson was granted 41,000 access to 41,000 um, hours of footage, uh, and they're pouring over that and doing good work there. Uh, and also, uh, Atlanta has arrested uh, 23 to 35 Antifa terrorists and charged them with domestic terrorism because the Atlanta police officer last month dared to shoot back at an Antifa shooter. Of course, Antifa is uh, what I call the covert militia of uh, the left. Uh, and of course, Antifa.com still goes to whitehouse.gov. Uh, and they want to destroy the new police training center uh, in Atlanta because they want to be able to run lawlessly, run children, uh, run women, run drugs, whatever they want to do. Uh, and that's why they're trying to destroy that center. They're calling themselves forest uh, protectors while they burn things down. But uh, they actually got arrested, and uh, that was very interesting because, um, as we always see when we unmask Antifa, it's not uh, poor people of color, it's rich white folks, uh, and in particular, uh, this uh, 
Thomas Webb Jurgens, who's an attorney for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, and we've seen this over and over. And a couple of them are from Arizona. A couple of them are from Canada. And of course, uh, I assess that they are uh, transported internationally to all of these events. So track them as Team America is tracking them uh, because it's only a small group and it would be easy to defeat kinetically uh, if uh, the police would do that. But it looks like the FBI, or not the FBI, but the, the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, is actually taking a stand. They say the FBI is working with them, but I'd say, you know, get the FBI out of there, get off all the task force. So they're not going to uh, do anything. But this is good news that the return of, of the, the rule of law may be returning there. Um, because uh, they are afraid of the destruction uh, of that. Um, so that's good news. And um, in East Palestine, Ohio, there was another train derailment, uh, but uh, no um, chemical spills there. But the containment dam is overflowing into the water source. So I had on Dr. Will talking about the water source, and uh, people came up and some of my listeners said, oh, you're right that uh, the disposal wells are sleeved, double sleeved, but he was wrong, but it looks like it is flowing over into the aquifer there of the Ohio River and the Mississippi River. And that's again, to take uh, the land uh, for control away from the folks uh, there. That would be uh, the plan there. And the first ever official apology for the COVID uh, non-jab vaccine mandates has been issued uh, by a count, town council member in West Nipsing, Ontario, Canada, and Tessier, Tessier officially apologized for the, the vaccine mandates and said, I want to acknowledge that this policy has caused a lot of unnecessary harm, animosity. I believe that this policy was mistakenly adopted 12 months ago. Uh, 12 months ago, the municipal council was well aware that the virus spread did not correlate with the vaccination status. A constituent had presented to the Council of the Public Ontario data uh, of January 2020, 22, uh, more cases were reported per capita in vaccinated people than unvaccinated people. Unfortunately, the outcome of the vote from the Municipal Council resulted in the implementation of this punitive policy. With all my heart, I extend my apologies to those who suffered negatively by this policy. Um, so this is the beginning of redemption, confession, asking forgiveness, granting forgiveness. This is the way forward to redemption. This is what Yeshua taught. This is, now it's a small town official, but it is a beginning. It is a start. It's not like the German minister, Karl Lauterbach, uh, where he blamed unnamed scientists. And he, of course, is a scientist himself passing the buck. But that's what we're going to talk about here. Uh, we have to recover from this. We have to hold them accountable, but we also have to get uh, forgiveness uh, as well. Uh, and uh, the other um, aspects are legally, we want to do everything legally, nonviolently, ethically, morally, legally. Uh, but um, there are international cases that are moving forward because unfortunately, life in America is too easy and soft. Uh, we've talked about Thailand. Uh, and that case didn't look so good. I've had a uh, liberty lawyer on Todd Callender, my friend, and he's talked about that. Uh, but he says the Swiss case looks much better. The criminal case, the, the, the Thai case might have been civil. Um, but through Todd, I have two very special guests uh, today, uh, Pascal Najadi and Dr. Astid Sokolberg. I'm going to bring them on 
now to discuss this in detail because everything is really moving forward very well there. So uh, welcome, Pascal, and welcome, Hello, uh, Dr. Steele. Thank you so much for your patience, and I know you're super busy, uh, and I'm really honored to have you know, both of you with me today and really salute, and I'm honored by the work you guys are doing. Uh, and Dr. Strid, always great to have a fellow whistleblower on board. I know it's not fun, but you will come out of this. You know, I I went through this over a decade ago and, and got, now I can see why God had me do this because now I'm able to talk about it, but it isn't fun uh, no, to go through. Training. <laughs> training <course. laughs> it is. Hello, uh, Jeffrey. Nice to meet you. Thank you very much for your time. Well, so thank you so much. So um, I guess I'll let you uh, start, uh, Pascal, with your background as an attorney and banker uh, and what happened to your father and everything. And then we'll go to uh, Strid. Please go ahead. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You have the privilege now to have breaking news from New York. And I'm sharing it now immediately. I just got a phone call from New York. Um, and this is very good news for humanity. Um, I have, I'm skipping my background. There's no time. It's not important. People can Google me. What's more important is now that I have engaged with US justice since yesterday in the Supreme Court of New York, Manhattan, United States of America. I filed a lawsuit against Pfizer Inc. and the Federal Drug Administration. And I was granted it by the judges to commence proceedings. And just now I get the news that um, from my associate, my legal advisor in New York, she just told me that the federal court already gave us permission to sue for violation of constitutional rights. That's where we start. Um, this is a very fast moving process. Now, this is very good news. I commend the US justice system. In my case, it is right now, since Monday, absolutely integer and is working like a Swiss clock. <laughs> the Swiss, my Swiss criminal charges versus my president, Alan Berset, is progressing as well. And I would like to explain the news. I will read it out because it's legal language with US law. I don't want to make a mistake. Um, you have to know this from me now because it's happening as we speak in New York. Um, because I'm speaking about President Alan Berset, my president or our president, elected president of Switzerland and minister of health, I have to state first that um, the presumption of innocence applies. I'm not the judge, I'm not the prosecution. Um, <clears throat> um, yesterday, the Supreme Court of the state of New York, Manhattan, um, has agreed and stamped and received and, re uh, and gave us um, the permission to file a lawsuit, me, with my associate, an American legal person. Um, just for information, this person at the age of 14, 14, 
she already restructured the constitution of the Republic of Panama. 14. Um, we have notified Pfizer on Friday afternoon already, New York time. And I read it out to you so you understand what is happening. Is that okay? Please. Yes. It's great. This uh, notification this notification has gone to the lawyers of Pfizer Inc. America, the headquarters, the firm called Davis Polk, they've been notified. Also, the judges of the Supreme Court of the state of New York, USA. And it says, we wrote to them, dear Pfizer counsels, as instructed by this court prior to a temporary um, restraint order being presented, comma, it first has to be submitted to the defendants for Pfizer at Davis Polk, their law firm. Attached here to is a copy of the action field files and pending in Switzerland by Mr. Pascal Najadi, a British Swiss citizen. Like Panama, Switzerland exercised the Pfizer vaccine lockdown mandate with a QR code discrimination in a quid pro quo basis that limited and deprived its citizens in various forms, including lockdowns. Pfizer gained sales on the mandate. Pfizer, a US corporation based in the United States, violated US federal and state laws and others, full stop. In the United States, the only COVID-19 mandate in place is because of prior contracts signed by Medicaid, Medicare workers, CMS. One, the CMS contract should, should have been nullified as CMS workers were unacquainted to the clauses and therefore fraudulent. Second, the CMS contact contract existed prior to the vaccine policy and signing the contract by one party, HHS, is a direct conflict of interest where the parties, the workers, should not be bound to abide. Full stop. CMS mandates violated. Listen. First Amendment right and imposed separate but equal to those who invoked exceptions and the right to assert informed consent. Key. Three, because the cont contract existed prior to the vaccine and signing a blind contract, unacquainted of signing all rights forced vaccines violates US federal and US state laws and the right to assert informed consent. This went to them, Pfizer, Turnis, Burla, and the whole people there. Now, this press release will go out after this show. You're privileged to know it first. It's three lines. New York, USA, March 7th, that's today, 2023, Supreme Court of New York, Manhattan. British Swiss investment banker Pascal Najadi files a lawsuit with Supreme Court of the State of New York, United States of America. Switzerland's president, Alan Berset, Twitter handle, at Alain underscore Berset, has been named in a civil lawsuit, case number, I will repeat that, case number 
197 forward slash 23 against Pfizer Inc. and the Federal Drug Administration of the United States of America on March 6, 2023, New York, USA, the 7th of March, 23. Now, in addition to that, I have news from the federal court already. That shows you how much support we have from justice. I read it out. It's simple. I have enjoyed, enjoyed in a U.S. federal lawsuit against Pfizer for constitutional rights violation. Um, I have enjoyed in a U.S. federal lawsuit against Pfizer. So this is the message to you all right now. I have never in my life seen so much support and speed of a federal judicial system going against one of the largest pharma companies and, in my personal view, guilty of crimes against humanity and um, the federal, the FDA of the United States of America. That's where we are. We have also issued temporary uh, restraint orders via the Swiss embassy to serve the Swiss president, to serve my, um, my the federal prosecutor who's handling my file. And we have requested and granted from now on detailed security for my partner in New York 24-7 and here in Switzerland because we do not know what the corporation can do that is willingly, knowingly injecting poison into humanity. I know I'm going against very powerful people. I'm not afraid. It's my duty. I got the chance to do it. And thanks to my very intelligent young lady, a widow um, of, a, of a veteran uh, who unfortunately died in Iraq as a helicopter pilot in special forces with four children with me has been working the last 72 hours. We slept for five hours. We produced 300 papers, uh, pages, which were absolutely accepted. Not one comma was wrong. So we are now in federal court uh, granted to sue. And that's what we're doing. Thank you very much. That is amazing. Uh, and that is really an honor and privilege to, to have you. So to, to uh, make sure I understand this correctly, so the, uh, the Swiss suit is criminal, brought by the Attorney General, but the American suit is civil, yes. brought privately, correct? Yes, sir. It's up okay. to the judges in a few days to decide whether it should go criminal or stay civil. It's not for us to decide. We started a civil lawsuit. So you started civilly in the United States just now, but the but in Switzerland it's criminal. It's criminal, yes. Four criminal, and so four criminal codes of the Swiss criminal code have been grossly violated. Abuse of power and is the temporary order is for and the TROs are for what exactly? Um, I cannot go into details. It's made to do with our security now in Switzerland for me and my family right here and for my associate, my partner in New York, in Manhattan. Um, also to notify the, the uh, president of Switzerland 
via the embassy. It has been has been given already, and request the Swiss justice to provide immediate protection for me and my family during until these lawsuits and process is over and done with. And also because I'm a British citizen, the British embassy has been notified, served to notify the Prime Minister of England for the same reasons. And Pfizer and the FDA, sorry, yes. Um, it basically tells everybody do not dare to send a threatening SMS or US justice will come after you. I was uh, afforded yesterday offered that two US Navy SEALs would come here. I rejected it because I don't have the money. But now, again, US justice is, is instructing Swiss justice and they have to do it. So they're doing it. I have confirmation it's happening as we speak. They're getting ready to come here and you know these things. That's really important. I, I'm often the last line of defense. I have this. You know. <laughs> Good for but, you. Good for but you. This is more important. This is peaceful. This is justice. And this is the last line of defense. And I've been given the chance by God with my partner, legal expert, young lady, to do this. And we're doing it. We are now progressing very fast. Thank you. Well, that is awesome, and thank you for breaking that here. Uh, Astrid, thank you for being so uh, patient, uh, and if you could then hold forth and go over um, your your background and what you are doing uh, in this regard as well, please, I'll give you the floor. Yeah, so, uh, well, I'm a scientist and an expert. I have been, you know, like 30 years of research uh, and, and science uh, in the Faculty of Medicine of University of Geneva, Lausanne, but uh, more so I have in, in parallel always had a political um, consultancy with the government to do science and public health science for the government. And I even led a, a Swiss research program on aging for the government. Um, but um, what is more interesting is uh, that uh, in this case, I have worked for WHO through with University of Geneva and WHO and other universities, but uh, in the emergency management uh, international health regulation uh, course uh, to member states of WHO, to uh, epidemiological center, focal points, etc. During three years, uh, plus a workshop for the Eastern Bloc and uh, uh, former Russian Federation uh, countries. So I, we, I, I was in charge of emergency management plan, preparedness plan, uh, communication, ethical, never uh, scare people, you know, um, health systems and how every health system is different and how do you respond. And and more interesting um, is that I was in charge of doing for, developing the four typologies of WHO and international health regulation outbreaks, the public health em emergency of international concern. And, and those four typologies are infectious, foodborne, chemical, radionuclear. And it can also be deliberate events and hazardous and this. And, and in our case, what we're doing, we're only, only, only focusing on a virus and an infectious disease. When in a, in a criminology scene, you, you have to look at all the causality. And so I'm defending that. So I'm, I've been whistling, blowing uh, since the beginning that 
causality has not been analyzed properly like we used to do and uh, chemical has not been uh, looked at and and uh, radio, radiation neither etc but uh, what i can say and then you can always come back to me is um that uh, with um, with pascal what is interesting with his case and it's uh, it's great that uh, he came up, you know, on on a human being coming and saying, "No, I don't consent," and going all the way to the big mammoth dinosaur, <laughs> the big dinosaurs that are trying to eat us. Um, because, in fact, um, WHO and maybe not many know that, but WHO signed contracts, well, um, with Gavi, the Global Alliance of Vaccine Immunization, Bill Melinda Gates. The both of them, Bill and Melinda Gates, and the people behind them, uh, <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna, uh, you know, AstraZeneca—they're all the same. Uh, so WHO with Gavi and the World Bank in 2005 with Dvorovitz, you know, who who stepped down from the Pentagon to go and get the World Bank and then sign a contract, and they signed many. But one is very interesting. It's and horrible. It's the IFFIM, the International Finance Facility for Immunization, which puts uh, vaccines in bonds. So they're playing with us, you know, making money and it's in front of our face. That was in 2005 when uh, James Wolfenson, with whom I have worked at World Bank on, on consultancy, stepped uh, down and Wolfowitz came in and destroyed everything that was done. Um, and um, he was very upset. I remember he said that to me. But uh, what happened then is that Gavi came to Switzerland and started to implement his plan uh, of a U.S.-led, in a way, um, plan to grab the world. And in 2009, Swiss authorities have signed so many contracts. You see, we are all uh, connected because Switzerland is a basis for agreements that are completely illegal. They have given the souls of the people, you know, through immunization to Gavi, who has total immunity. He, he has a 10-storage building. Uh, finished in 2019. In 2009, he was creating a foundation, um, total immunity with the blessing of our presidents and the international, you know, and um, uh, with uh, the blessing of, uh, they were, they had the status of an international organization. It, it is still on the website. So we have been trapped in Switzerland with that, but the UN has been hijacked through the 20 last years, um, but more so the 10 last years by private sector. And uh, Gabby, with his friends, <laughs> um, has taken over WHO clearly today because he's leading this whole epidemic, uh, pandemic um, psychop because it's really uh, more a bioweapon going on. It's a biotech weapon. Uh, and he, since 2012, is leading in WHO legally the global vaccine plan when he has murder on his hands in Africa, in India, he, he's hanged if he goes back. So this is a bit in a short <laughs> you know, section what, what I'm I'm talking about since uh, three years and it's developing, you know, because we are learning every day. But what, what is happening today and we can talk about it is that in parallel to Pfizer, uh, the UN is used as well by the private sector. And the private sector is becoming a decision maker in all the decision of the agenda 2030 and taking over this international convention, 
they call it convention agreement to take over our constitutions uh, and changing what existed as a binding text, international health regulation, and the U.S. has changed that with the health and human services. So this is very dangerous because what they have changed is take away our rights, all our rights from this international health regulation, which we were teaching for three years, so that people could do their own management. And WHO has not become a coordinator, but really a dictator with the private sector on what countries can do. And what you see in legal, I, I'm a lot in, as an expert in legal uh, you know, lawsuits. And what we see is that the government says, no, we have just obeyed to WHO, but WHO is not, its function is to intervene upon requests, Article 2 of the WHO constitution, and not to dictate. So it is clear that on top of you know what, what Pascal is doing, the whole system was is putting its claw on our people and our constitution. And I think uh, Pascal put the foot in the door. <laughs> he has stopped this. And also with our tribunal, uh, where uh, I'm a judge, Pascal is a judge with 20 other judges. It's the International Tribunal of um, Natural and Common Law for Public Health and Justice. We also did a season disease desist to WHO to stop on 26th of February. Uh, Pascal and me, we we posted that to the Director General, cease and desist for those two documents, the Convention in Preparation for 24 and the amendments of the US, US amendments that are is being worked out. And I can give you the timeline if you're interested. Um, and we also and then, I, and then I, I will give you the word. We also did something very important, not only those two documents, but we said we cannot just, you know, attack WHO and stop it. It's all the network. It's like a big spider web of the private sector around it. So we did uh, something. We did a third, a, a third option, not option, <laughs> a third decision is anybody who has contracted agreements, collaboration, or uh, other uh, types of contracts, private or public, like uh, they have done with McKinsey, for example, will also be uh, in the cease and desist order. And we have mentioned an example, two examples that are really very important, you understand. Codex Alimentarius, signed by the World Trade Organization in Geneva, with WHO, um, and they are trying to, they can change all the crops they want in GMO, uh, all the food. And the second that is good to mention right now is they have made a um, collaboration between uh, the animal agencies, the agencies uh, taking care of animals, um, that they can change them and take over animals, uh, uh, basically, you know, editing their genome, doing what they want. So it's it's huge. It's huge. But it's nice to have a case that just, you know, takes off uh, the little mouse who... Who, who scares the big elephant? It's really, it's, it's very. It gives a lot of hope in this big machine. It does. It does. Thank you. And uh, Pascal, I know you're super busy there. Can you hear me? I I don't know. We um, if, <laughs> yes, I can oh, hear I think he's on the other. So I wanted to ask you that um, the timing right now, where Biden has illegally uh, given uh, health uh, authority over to the. Uh, WHO for the United States, totally illegal. It's not a treaty. It's a backdoor that started with Obama. 
I'm sure you're aware of other details, but the interesting timing is it looks like you're turning what I say to Claymore. Claymore is a, um, a mine we use in the military. And uh, in Vietnam, the, the enemy would sneak in and turn it around at night. So when you set it off, it'd go off. So I'm wondering if you're turning the Claymore around because of the international aspects that this illegal Biden government is doing. Uh, this looks like the timing of that is fitting perfectly uh, with what you are uh, doing. Can you comment on that? And also, if you wouldn't mind talking about what happened with your father as well, for your concerns for your security are totally valid. I agree with those completely, but I will give you the floor. Thank you, sir. Uh, first of all, I want to say this. Uh, I used to work in New York as well uh, for Merrill Lynch as a young banker. Um, I've also been to the White House negotiating for a lobbying group for Central European country. I've been to the uh, Department of State. I'm familiar with everything. And what I respect is the free spirit of the American people and the actual constitution, which is we the people. I've been in Trenton, near Trenton, on that spot where George Washington crossed the river to ambush the Brits. Uh, I've, I've taken all that in. Um, I cannot comment uh, about my security any further. All I know is that um, uh, I am now, after this call, going to the police station to serve them with documents, and I will demand security for tonight, ongoing, and that's my problem to serve, to, 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 to organize. Um, I'm also not worried, by the way. Uh, I have no fear. But it's always good to be prepared. Um, on the case, I just repeat, the federal court gave us permission to sue. It's going so fast that I'm surprised how well, how responsive, how responsible the U.S. justice on a very high level. You know how high, I mean, it is not the village level. This is the state of New York. Um, is protecting us and is protecting, advancing this case, which has been evidenced by us yesterday and today. So to recap, Supreme Court yesterday, already today, granted federal court. So it couldn't get any better. It's in God's hands and justice hands. And I have faith it's going the right way. Absolutely. You can be proud of your American flag. I cannot change politics in the White House. It's not my authority, not my duty. But I can cooperate with justice, which shows is right now completely independent from the government or policies or politics. You can be proud of that. Um, to comment about my father's assassination, it happened in July 29th, uh, 2013, in Malaysia, um, in broad daylight. I was in Moscow in safety on a business trip when it happened, and uh, I got protection from the Russians for six weeks because we didn't know where this assassination terrorist attack came from and why. Um, we still have no certainty today where it came from. Um, you talked about Putin, by the way. Uh, I can tell you he's a good, he's a good man. He's a believer. Uh, my job now is to do whatever I can with the least sleep I can to protect US citizens 
Swiss citizens or Swiss first or at the same parallel and humanity in parallel with this fast progressing action of justice. Um, I cannot comment. It, it was so fast, Jeffrey. Um, it, I just got this these documents, I mean, just now, when we started the call. What can I tell you? I'm, I'm very relieved, happy that it's going this way. I'm, I guess, again, I'm flabbergasted. I'm impressed by the speed US justice is, 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 is moving. And right now, already protecting my partner, who is now giving dinner to her daughter. They haven't, it's a Jewish holiday, and they haven't rested, they haven't slept and eaten. So, look. I'm confident we will stop this, I call it it, because it doesn't deserve the terminology Satan anymore, it's nothing. It's at the end of its days, and it shows it's panicking, and it, I call it it, because I do this stupid gendering, right? This wokeism, this bullshit, sorry my French. So let's call it it. <laughs> it is, it, it should fear me, and look in my eyes, because this is now crunch point. That's all I can tell you, what I feel. So I'm very happy to be with you on the show. And please spread the news. And God bless you all. I agree with everything you're saying and love your attitude, fear not. Uh, we just saw where the British said uh, the whole thing was about fear-mongering. The whole thing was a psyop. You know, it's the greatest psyop since the garden. Uh, and we got to stop falling for that. Why do you think New York... Well, I so divine as a student of the military and as a chaplain, divine providence has always played a major part uh, uh, in freedom and in America's founding. This looks to me more like divine providence because I'm looking at New York. Why do you think New York went with this and then went federal? Because New York is where uh, D.C. swamp goes to go after Trump continually. Who, by the I way, has backed this? Sir, let's make a prayer. I really mean it for one minute or half a minute. This is divine intervention. My legal brain and human being with a big heart bigger than the city of New York has given me the keys because I'm not a lawyer and has engineered it in record speed between Friday afternoon and Sunday uh, night at three o'clock with me. And we are given this, this is divine intervention. Your question is absolutely right. How come New York state and federal, because, well, New York is because Pfizer is in New York. Um, so we have to go, we cannot go from Washington DC. So we got to go New York, you know, uh, that's procedural. Um, yeah, why? Look, um, yeah, I think, I think we the people are coming back and we're guided by God. I cannot have any other explanation. It blows my mind. I, I have no explanation for this blessing that we are protected from now on and can do the job with justice peacefully by law to stop this global genocide and at the roots uh, let justice do her job. Amen. Uh Dr. Astrid, um, 
you were talking about the the organization. So I call that the corporate cartels. You know, when I was a DEA special agent, I fought against the Sinaloa illegal drug cartels. But now it's really the Pfizer cartel, the Moderna cartel, and the cartels that have aligned even together to then, I, if I understood you correctly, have now influenced and controlled uh, the WHO and organizations like that. Those are the non-nation state uh, entities that don't want a border so that we become not a country, but we become economic zones of the corporate cartels. Um, am I following you correctly? Is that what you were getting at there? Yeah, yes, you're really correct. Uh, they're trying to do a, a one world government with the same constitution, which which ha has really made uproar in the U.S., which is great. But they, they have to understand this is a big, big uh, kraken Um WHO is the entry door because uh, I, I, by analyzing uh, what matters more to a human being than, than uh, life and death, you know, than children, than mothers and family. So they're not only destroying the family and you can see that through their, you know, uh, altering gender until there is only one gender or so many genders. Apparently they're already 18. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. This, this, so there are, through life and death, they are using that fear to implement in all health, in all policies. I was part of the training on whole health in all policies with, uh, um, yeah, with the, the people who are doing the treaty today, this convention. So you see that it's been a long road to try and, and do two things, to, to edit the genome. So this is the biology of our human uh, being. They want to alter it through the CRISPR uh, door. They, they always take an entry door to try and destroy and the thing that you don't see and they lie and then people are in an illusion. They're doing good and they're doing bad. It's a, it's a reverse uh, rhetoric. So, so they, they're going through the genome editing and they're going through another door that's very clear today because it's been like 10 years. I was The last time I worked for WHO was for Innovate. It is a document where innovation should be implemented in all policies. And at that time, I thought it was good because for aging, you know, they can with telemedicine and stuff. But this today is becoming the AI agenda because WHO has not only um, made a lot of document uh, documents on digitalization of care, on vaccination status, on this uh, QR code or pass. But now, since uh, six months, they are doing something horrible. They're doing the artificial intelligence will help those who have mental problems. And it is becoming one of other of their agenda of transhumanism. For me, this is, is really clear. But I, I want to uh, focus on this entry door to a big system, very illegal, because some people say that UN and WHO is a non-governmental organization, but actually they're trying to be the government of the governments. And they're doing one health, one government, health in all policy, and they are putting their hands on all the sectors. You have to know Geneva has more agencies than any other place in the world. And why? Because we have the banks here. They have total immunity. They have international land. People don't bother them. So they can bring in and out of, of Switzerland, whatever they want. They're beside the CERN, the CIA, KGB, under the lake, uh, which has a basis. And we know more and more through the military that Switzerland is a basis for the CIA, also with the banks of banks in, uh, in, in Basel. So this UN system 
you know, if people don't understand that the International Court of Justice and the International Criminal Court and Nuremberg is in the UN, and that the UN belongs to five corporations who are in the Security Council, five countries who can put the veto, total veto on anything, is USA, um, England, uh, Russia, China, and France. And this is illegal by definition, because how can any country accept to be led by five countries in this world? And that, especially when they're not nice guys. So I think uh, Russia is a little bit alone <laughs> at the moment in the in the council, because France, UK, and USA are clearly, uh, clearly bad, <laughs> and uh, China too. I think it's become a very US-led too, actually. But anyway, so... Um, yeah, it, it, is, it is a big one world government beyond WHO. You have to also know, I'll give you an example. The World Trade Organization is here doing a lot of contracts. We have the OMPI, the Interna International Property Organization, where, you know, Fauci and all those people have done a lot of patents. One of the latest we looked with Pascal is uh, on the methods and system of implementing uh, surveillance with AI systems on the vaccinated spreaders, super spreaders, scores for the spreaders, super spreaders and the non-vaccinated because they have an ID in their blood if they don't detox and don't clean their blood. Uh, so they, they they have made so many patents when you make the puzzle. You see clearly they're grabbing this with AI, with the UN system and with Pfizer, of course, and you know, yeah, all the snakes. <laughs> I cannot say it's so, bad. Very well said. But Pascal, I, um, in the United States, uh, big tobacco civil suits started in the Ohio Attorney General's office, spread to all the 50 states. Uh, then it went to the opioid, the same precedent that was used uh, by big tobacco was then was used against uh, opioid. And then of course, that precedent could be used against the mRNA and lipid nanoparticles, except that Pfizer and those big companies have written in uh, insurance waivers. But if that is nullified, either in Switzerland or in Thailand or wherever it is nullified first, then it is nullified everywhere. Then all of that precedent can apply. Uh, do you agree with that? I'm not a lawyer, sir. And I don't want to pressure justice in any way. Again, I'm confident everything is going fast now and the right way. And I have a feeling, again, that divine intervention will protect the process of justice to uh, perform their duties. And God bless them. I have no um, legal advice to give you or to the audience here or hopes. All I can say is what happened tonight and yesterday, I've never seen in my life in any jurisdiction before, especially not in that situation, being surrounded by illegal institutions. It's mind-boggling. Um, yes, look, a house of cards, of lies, you don't have to pick at the same time five. You pick the top one or just one, and the thing will come. It will collapse, and it look in my eyes, should fear me and my associate. <laughs> I love that. Dr. Estred, um, uh, this, sorry, this was the only thing my father mm -hmm. left me. What about, uh, 
uh, as well. Uh, we, um, so, but people forget that uh, everybody who was in j- jailed by Nuremberg got out very quickly. Uh, what do we need to do so that that doesn't happen again, where it is kind of superficial, it was so bad that nobody wanted to talk about it because when you see real violence, uh, it's so bad. Uh, what are the lessons learned from uh, Nuremberg that we need to um, remember as we go through this now? Oh, well, well, yes, you're right. Nuremberg, not only uh, the real um, murderers who organized all this are not, were not arrested, and we know that that now they went to the U.S., and some were presidents, and then uh, they went to the South America. Uh, so, no, they were not arrested, and it was the doctors at the end of the chain that got uh, panged, you know, as a model. So this should not happen today. This really... Um, we, we discussed at the beginning, because uh, I've been um, co-opted with uh, Reiner Filmisch in his uh, Corona Ausschuss, so when we disclosed all that, and they did. nobody knows really how the UN works, because there is nobody in the UN talking, even retired people, they're afraid to lose their pension, probably. So um, I explained to him that he, this Nuremberg, it, because I looked, where is Nuremberg, uh, you know, when I, when I realized it was in the UN, I said, listen, I think it's cooked i mean you cannot we cannot use it but the lessons definitely that we should not do the same um it was a tribunal military it was a, a military tribunal um so the military can also you know be diverted so we have to be very careful and what was decided not decided but what is coming up more and more is that the people uh, we uh, what we're doing, what you're doing, Jeffrey, Pascal, me, and with our networks, is the only way that we can have the purest form of people doing uh, making a tribunal. If military joins us, we choose the, the military. Or you see what I mean? It's not the military choosing us. It would be maybe we choose the military to make sure that if they are not screened quantumly <laughs> into this tribunal, they cannot go. Uh, natural law works miracles because in this natural law tribunal, it is clear that there are so people who have so much clarity, they detect right away if you're a liar. And I think we're going towards towards this type of uh, uh, awareness that we know that that you, you would never betray your country and people. We know that you're good. Uh, so we are creating this group of people totally sincere. The others are ejected uh, naturally. I really see that more and more. So I think that um, also Rainer Fumich had betrayers in his Corona uh, Ausschuss. So he he learned that no, it's not with them. You will do that. So bang. So th- we are creating this this group that is going through um, a hurricane a little bit sometimes. But but we we are we are clearer and clearer and clearer. Uh, so. I think what, what happened with Alfred uh, Lombermont Weber and the 20 judges and Pascal and me was really a lesson of uh, humility to say, we don't know the power of affirmation under natural law and how it can echo in eternity. I always say that to God, because this, this has has an incredible effect that I did not expect. I mean, what's happening now is just one week after we signed the, the seas and disease, right, uh, Pascal? <laughs> You're on the run, a yeah. marathon man. It was the birthday of my mother. What? It was the birthday of my mother. Yeah, on top of it. Yeah, and now it's full moon, so it might be. Um, um, yeah, so 
I think that I don't know your experience, Jeffrey, but um, I, I tribunal military is I, I'm a daughter of a military high rank and we had a Colonel Jean Maire at home. And um, so I, I like military because they're clear. They know they don't do bullshit, you know. Uh, so we need that that mentality. And I think the veterans in the U.S. is such a huge force. But I have a, a friend who's a, form, a military veteran, medical, and he he says they don't understand. He he, he doesn't even dare to, to wake them up in his group, you know, in in Florida, which which I don't I don't know how you could um, use the veterans. As you know, there's civil civil society now, right? Um, to, to wake them up, or the American retired people, or it, there is so much force in the U.S. I, I like the mentality because it's uh, teamwork and it's very quick sports uh, spirit. In Switzerland, they're very quiet. Then maybe they will move now. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, Switzerland's a great military tradition too. Uh, but thank you for the for the kind words there. Uh, but um, you know, I, I, as a chaplain, I think about Matthew when Yeshua says, well, if somebody's uh, not understanding, then go to him privately. That doesn't work. Take two or three folks who are neutral, who are older. That's that's kind of Yeshua's idea uh, of uh, court. But Pascal, how does, uh, does 5G uh, or 6G tie into this? Because I see this as biodigital weaponry that yeah. is activated at certain times with the jab and the boosters, which are the operating systems. And does any of your, can you speak to any of the um, suits involving that as well? Because that's part of the layered weapon, weapon system, as I understand it. Yes. Uh, uh, I wish to say, I wish uh, for Asti to answer on my behalf. I would like to add a few more words about justice and the spirit, what we're doing now. Again, it's your nation. I am a foreigner, I'm a Swiss-British national, and was granted all this in 48 hours. It is amazing. We, I just got the message that we're getting protection here now, and you know, the US justice is cooperating now with the Swiss justice, and it's just amazing. You can be sure, and I think I'm not wrong, again, that we're going to the heart of this it not right now, very fast. Um, you know, whether or not 5G, 6G will influence my brain or not, I, I don't believe in it. It is there. We have re researched it, and uh, I am chipped. I, I made a scan in the aircraft a week ago flying at 35,000 feet, and I was scanning 650 transceivers of 100 passengers. At 35,000 feet, there is no destruction. I'm not an engineer, but it's logic. So it tries to take over and kill humanity. It, it has failed, and it will be brought to justice. And um, this time, like in Nuremberg, where they escaped to America, Argentina with a submarine, no, 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 no. It's over for them, for it. So um, I wish to disengage, sir, if I may, with a few words, because I have to attend and protect my associate who's with the daughter having dinner, um, not eating the whole day. Um, I wish to say two things. In crisis, we stay calm, strong, and united, and humanity will be free. 
and I use a terminology from the Marines, which I respect a lot, the US Marines, Semper Fi, that spirit we need now to protect and defend our borders and our constitutions and our people. God bless you. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, go do what you got to do. Uh, thank you thank so you much. And let us know. Yeah, yeah, no, go, go. And let us know. Let me know how we can support, uh, you know, Team Global Freedom uh, is uh, worldwide as well. And we Team Florida, Team America, Florida is very involved. But go, go take care of your associate. Uh, and thank you uh, so much uh, for coming on. And let us know how we can support you further. Thank you, sir. And uh, Judge Astrid is my friend. We call each other almost every day. We coordinate. She is a brilliant mind and a, a, an angel. And she has so much knowledge. I'm sure you will not be bored when I leave the room now. Thank you very much. Astrid, merci beaucoup, je Merci. Je vais t'appeler après. Okay. Jeffrey, thank you very much. God bless. God thank bless. you, sir. Thank you. Thank God you. Bless. Well, well, that was uh, awesome. And uh, we're going to wrap up here too in a moment. But I just want to ask you one more thing about, um, you know, uh, Davos just happened uh, and you're in Geneva. And so I always see, you know, parallel forces there. Um, and there was there was a lot of contention this year. There was uh, my friend, uh, former Special Forces uh, soldier and uh, the Ernie Pyle of this generation, Michael Yan was praising a uh, Japanese correspondent who stood out in the snow to, to finally waylay um, uh, Schwab, uh, who wouldn't talk to her, who ran off, who was afraid of her, you know, just like Pascal was uh, saying. Uh, do you see uh, that those structures are starting to collapse and fall, uh, just like the house of cards of the whole COVID psyop is, is falling? Do you, and do you see a, a physical terrain correlation there as well? <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I observe a lot what's going on. Um, and I have um, some military who, who worked for the U.S. forces, you know, Carl. He, he's a retired but We talk a lot. And, you know, I'm, I'm asking him when I see a helicopter, uh, you know, going over Geneva and searching on the lake. Uh, I take pictures and I, I send it to him. He was um, he, he has he's been one of the creator of the Apache helicopter. So uh, and and so he he taught me how to to look which how you know if it's military not if it is declared or not and there's been a lot of non-declared helicopter uh, flying over Geneva especially last summer there were there was a search over Geneva clearly um, because they had no number uh, and they had uh, a scanner under how do you call it a prompter uh, no uh, t there's a, a name uh, um, you know, a big bowl under the helicopter and, and it scans yeah. everything. How, how do you call that? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, something I prompt. Can't, I can't think of it, but I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, there is a it's, name it's, with, it's, a, it's, it's not a teleprompter, but there's the name prompter in it. And so he explained to me that with infrared, you can go under the lake and, and go down under 300 meters to see biometric. Uh, you, can, you can capture, you know, biometric beings. You can uh, scan them. You have the data on the compute on the on the in the helicopter. A, A, A2, A3, A4, they were really after a manhunt. So I, you know, I alerted, I posted it and they said, no, it's a film. We are. No, it's not a film. So we we see this. And it was when they were saying that Tedros was arrested and uh, Klaus Schwab, too. 
So then you you do. You, I have a way of thinking that, uh, like in science, you do hypothesis. For me, this is scenario, the crimi scenario. So one scenario is that they have arrested a lot of people already, uh, and the, the you see the image they're they're speaking, but maybe it's not them. Maybe it's not. Because this military no. tells me, no, there is really military operation going on in Switzerland that are pretty huge, but it is not seen because people should not see it. But we, we see uh, lorries and stuff. So on the military, um, yeah, there are things happening. But there's so much. There also suddenly you see holes in the, in the street because they have tunnels under Geneva. That, and I have many sources. They have huge tunnels with the CERN where you can drive, even a security man told me that two weeks ago, who worked for the UN and and he went to the CERN with VIPs and he said, no, there are tunnels, not just with the CERN, you know, atomic um, loop, but beside that there are real streets with uh, for small cars and they go under the lake, they go with submarines to Genova. Uh, from here, uh, there are roads that go all over the place, <laughs> They even go very quickly uh, under the ocean. I mean, this is where we are. We have so little knowledge of what's going on. I mean, you as a military, you you know that, you know. <laughs> anyway, so the, on the military side, I see that. Now, the people are only waking up, and this is very sad in a way, but it is necessary. They seem to only wake up if there is a crisis and death, and that suddenly some it is not normal. and. But I find it very slow. And maybe I'm a little bit pessimistic because even today in the street of Geneva, I went to a young guy and I, I, I don't know, we discussed, he was doing the, um, they, were, they were digging holes. And I said, what is those, this hole? I always ask what's going on here and there. And, and, um, and he didn't know he was vaccinated forced. And I said, but you know what's going on? You know? <laughs> and they say, yeah, but... When you tell them, they say, yeah, it makes sense. But it's very difficult to know the level of consciousness of some people because my brother is a doctor and he, he jabbed every pregnant woman. He's a gynecologist and and he he jabbed the whole family and not me and my son and my well, my daughter did in the U.S. But I hope we'll get her out of this. But um, it, it's very difficult because doctors, the most educated doctors, are totally into obeying. And then you have the postman coming to your door and he he's, no, he got it. The common sense, he got it. So I, I think we will need a little bit more crisis, unfortunately, so that people really realize there is a problem. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if, can we win a war if we are less than 50%? It's a bit my question because I always thought that, you know, we need to be a majority, but maybe with our consciousness that we are stronger and we won't win this war. Uh, so no. th that's my observation. Well, um, great. Yeah, there are tunnels. There are doubles. I don't believe in clones, but doubles. Certainly there's lots of Biden doubles. Uh, can we win outnumbered? Certainly uh, that if you look at Gideon, uh, uh, God uh, wants Gideon to reduce his forces. He wants the guys who will lift the water to their mouths, not bend over. So they're looking at the horizon. Uh, Caesar uh, would normally, uh, one to 10 out, uh, be outnumbered and win. So we can certainly do that. And you're also right. I have a story I didn't even mention today, but Air Mobility Command in the United States is removing tail numbers and unit information from planes. Um, 
Uh, and of course, I'm familiar with that in covert operations. Uh, but normally, uh, we wear uniforms. That's the uh, uniform code of military justice. Is a uniform is if you have if I have a flag patch on, then I'm officially in uniform. But you, when you remove the flag or the tail numbers, that's because they don't want you to see what's going on. And they're actually starting to do that because war now is very covert, quiet wars, uh, covert operations are really what's uh, going on. But yeah. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yeah, and well, I want really- to answer, if you don't mind, I want to answer to, you know, what is in the job and what's going on with the 5G. You know, the question that Pascal said, ask Astrid. Because it's very important. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been into one of the first ones who really read and uh, and said there is oxide graphene. Some scientists in in Spain, Professor Compra found, you know, massive oxide graphene in nanoparticle in the jab in yeah June 2021, and then he made another report final in November 2021, and then others made uh, like Professor Arne Burkhardt made. Uh, very scientific, really, uh, in in the lab of like a medical um, analysis of the job. And he did in front of lawyers, he said, this is a crime against humanity. And he, 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 anybody jabbing this thing is, is Pfizer, it was Pfizer, uh, is, is a criminal. And he found, he confirmed oxide graphene, he confirmed uh, uh, parasites, he confirmed metal, chrome, nickel, that should never be there all massively nanoparticle. And then he also confirmed there is a RFID type of thing thing in, in there. So he, he did a very interesting move. He, he took lawyers to say and to affirm. Now, there are others, and it's very interesting, you know, how we go in a creamy uh, scene. Uh, we, we have one more element, one more, some contradictory, some not. A lot of people are talking of mRNA, mRNA, spike, mRNA. But they never really give the nature of this mRNA. And uh, two scientists started to do the whistleblowing, um, uh, Dr. Nagazi in Canada and Dr. Monteverde. And for me, that was a key to this scene. And they said that to, for something to be biological, you need phosphor and nitrogen. And they found nothing like that in all the vials they saw. And it was confirmed again after so it's not biological. What is in this little vial is not biological. So what is it? It is synthetic, nanotech, yes. and, and, and beyond. Maybe other things we don't know. Um, you see, I, I leave it open because we are in such a crazy situation of evil that we have to uh, be open so that we can stop and, and, and treat people. So, so the, now... In the scientific community, where I speak a lot, you know, in, in conference, I show the graphic of first question, is it biological or not? It's not. It's synthetic. It corresponds with what David Martin said. Uh, I should never have accepted those patents. They're all synthetic, not biological. Then you, you start explaining. But if you explain mRNA, you have to define if it is synthetic or not. You have to say, is it a nanorobot you call mRNA? Or do you call mRNA the consequence of a causality and the causality is something synthetic and like a robot, which I think that is. The mRNA spike is only an effect or um, an element of this nanocircuit and nanotech because it's not possible that spike protein is everywhere in the body after an injection. So it is the transporter oxide graphene who is like a, 
uh, flying carpet. I, I've, I've made a report on that flying carpet. And it's, um, you can put a genome, you can put a parasite, you can put a bacteria, and you can code it. And it mimics the code of a molecule because we have the codes of molecules with uh, Dr. Ben Vist in, in um, France. And Professor Montagne tried to steal all his uh, findings and then he got killed. You know, so we know that biocoding exists since 50 years, but it's become very sophisticated now. And they can send this biocode to the oxide graphene. It's a terahertz. It can stock. I, I, you probably know that. It, it, it can load the data up to terahertz and it can send it. And so it is like a computer. Bill Gates is perfectly suited, you know, with his engineers to develop this with DARPA. Uh, so, so we know this that this can take control of the mind and of the body. And I invite everybody who has not seen this fantastic video of uh, Dr. Char Charles Morgan of DARPA, and he's teaching on YouTube, the military, how you, oxide graphene can take command of someone on the other side of earth through Wi-Fi. And it's called Psycho Neurobiology and War. I don't, you've seen it? It's very yes. interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, when people are not convinced, I, I show them, go and see this, and you will understand already a bit. Go and see the pandemic uh, preparedness for zombies. You will understand. Go and see that the ID in, uh, is, is in the body of people who are, are dead and even in the cemetery. Yeah. Uh, you know, And go and see at the autopsy that what they're taking out of the blood is something like caoutchouc, but nobody's really describing it. And I suspect they're afraid to say really what it is because they don't know. Um, because one, there are two or three scientists who said something very interesting uh, that goes with this AI science plasma going around. Um, it's, it's that there is a parasite in, as an egg. If you put it at the temperature of the body under microscope, it develops and the egg bursts out and something comes out with tentacles. And that's what you find in in the in the autopsy. So there is something to, in the investigation we're going through. There's a lot to still, you know, go and and seek, and to understand the causality of causality, and not only talk of this mRNA. I'm, I'm fed up of this mRNA. It's a messenger. It's not more. So I I got censored in Stockholm in a conference because. I said, go and look at the genome editing uh, document that WHO produced because this is important. But <laughs> the cause of the cause is a synthetic injection with nanocircuits that go on with 5G. It's it's been it's been uh, you know uh, evidenced by experts who recognized and did it that it is a nanocircuit. <laughs> it is it's it's um it's beyond what doctors know, what normal scientists know. And we have to get every engineer in, or, or, or veterans who have who know anything about nanoparticles and nanotech to come and help us to understand what's going on, because we have to know how to um, detach this from the body and clean. I I know that dioxide chlorine is very good for cleaning the body. It's like plumbery. You can clean uh, arteriosclerosis. You can clean aut autism. You know. Even Trump said it. He said chlor. He said he he gave keywords. He said take chlor. But he was right about chlorine dioxide. Very interesting CDS, and or glutathione can glutathione NAC can 
can neutralize it with zinc, but then to take it out of the body, you have to take something like horseradish, eat uh, onions and garlic and things that take it out of the body, or you know, then take uh, active charcoal or um, you know, a lot of things, silly marine and, and things. But so we are really, I, I, I took a little bit of time because I know people are very worried. I just want to add one more thing, uh, military, that's interesting. Maybe you should advise Mark Steele. He, maybe you did already. He's he's a bioweapon uh, radiation expert in England. He, he uh, says, save us. He has a, he, he's disclosing everything about the lamps in the street as relay for the five Gs. And he went with the, um, he, he, he was very courageous. He went to the police. He said, but, but he's a military. So he, he does, he's like you and, and Pascal and other. He, he went to, to the police. He said, I want you to come and take off the lamp of the street and look what is in there. And he made the demonstration that it was a, a microwave directed uh, radiation and it can kill people in the street. So he was alerting and he's still alerting the whole world. And I'm alerting also here that go and make um, tests because they are selling LEDs, even LED lamps with 5G in them, apparently in France. So it, when we know this, we, we know there is a red flag. We have to look at it. And the lamp streets uh, can be dangerous if you don't take them down and to replace them with candles or something. I don't know. <laughs> but there is, they have put this whole system everywhere in the world. That's, that's, that's why we, we know that there is something going on. Even if we stop with, with uh, tribunals, uh, I, I keep on saying, no, we have to go to the people and help them to help themselves because we are the army that will save everything. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so that's, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. No, that's very well said. And I'm familiar with most of that. I haven't had Mark on, but I'm on an email chain uh, with Pascal and Todd. And I think you're on there now um, mm -hmm. too. And yeah, talked about all that. And by the way, WMD was, or rather CRISPR was designated by the Department of Defense as a WMD, as a weapon of mass destruction, about three or four years uh, back as well. And so people uh, are not understanding the type of war we are in. Uh, but I, I am very um, assured and more hopeful listening to you and Pascal. And where can people uh, follow you uh, and Pascal at? Is it besides disabled rights advocates and Truth for Health, um, which I, pro yeah. I promote all the time? Okay. You, you in particular, Pascal, where can we? follow you um well I, i'm very censored uh on facebook i'm on almost uh, facebook linkedin i have my cv you know i have letters of recommendation from all those agencies to also prove that i'm not a fake because there are many fake experts around um so linkedin has uh, a lot of my credential there facebook twitter twitter i'm starting to use it more because they have a radio system now um a vk it's russian but i'm not censored on vk and on Telegram, that's where I post everything, everything I get, the documents, because it's like a library for people. So uh, you, you can only find me if you put dr underscore Astrid underscore Stuckelberger and you, you get in my channel, join and, and welcome to all the documents and all the videos of, uh, of Pascal are there. Pascal has also a channel on, uh, on Telegram. He has one on Rumble. Um, and uh, yeah, that's mainly where I see him. Uh, yeah, and Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, he, he's tweeting a lot, yeah. day and night. <laughs> see, yeah. 
came back on. Pascal, did you want to come back on? Is there something else you wanted to say? Yes. 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 Uh, oh, uh, I didn't want to be rude, but I had. Uh, we have now. See how fast it's going. I have news again. Great. The Swiss consulate is opening up for my associate at eight o'clock at night to be served and to give instructions for the special police to come here and take care of us. Uh, that shows you how serious U.S. justice is taking this business. I want to thank you. Um, please send me the video. Uh, I want to inform the Swiss public here as fast as possible about your great show. And if you have any questions, now I have time uh, to answer a bit more because now um, the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Pascal, maybe you can explain what, what uh, you have the information of what's going to happen here in Europe or what you know about NATO, uh, what Magnus told you. and Look, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not worried about the Ukrainians at all. Um, Putin is not being provoked, doesn't let himself to be provoked. His strategy or belief is defense is the best attack and to win. Uh, he's just maintaining basically, forcing back a bit, but the borders, the new territory. That makes no sense for him, and he will not do it, to go to Kiev. It makes no sense for him he will not do it to go to Poland or Baltics. Total rubbish. And Berlin, total rubbish. I'm worried about the Polish because they want to go after Germany. Because Germany right now <laughs> is like a hen, how you call it, a hen, uh, hen den, a hen, a hen stack shack. And, uh, you know, Poland is the fox, no, right? You... And the door is open. The German military quality today is deplorable. <laughs> I don't have to laugh at them. I mean, I respect them, but you know, they have destroyed this country within one year to become a second world country uh, disgrace. Um, I'm not worried about the war in Ukraine at all. NATO has positioned what, what did we hear for 300,000 troops in Poland now, all of a sudden? Uh, no. It's not going to end With like that. With all the weaponry. They have imported all the weaponry. Yes, they're ready but the to... Russians know what they're dealing with. And they're not letting themselves be provoked. Never. Uh, not under Putin. Uh, I would be worried if it's Khrushchev or Stalin or Medvedev. I would be very worried. But with Vladimir Putin, a believer? No. Not worried at all. No, I, I, I've said that all there's only a couple of uh, Scott Ritter and uh, Lieutenant Colonel McGregor and me, one of the few that say that in this instant, Putin is our ally. And the reason why they're going after um, Putin and Russia, Soros and the World Economic Forum and Schwab, really the global cabal, is because the Russian Orthodox Church still exists. There is still a connection uh, to God. Yes. And that's what they have to wipe out so the government becomes God. And that's why they focused on uh, Russia in particular. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right there. May I tell you a story to, to share with you? It's very private. I was born Pascal Catholic here in Switzerland, raised Catholic. After my father got assassinated, I got protection from the Russians in Moscow. They took good care of me psychologically as well. I've never had so much love from people I didn't know before. I met Putin. He was like a father, like a brother. And they converted me in a rush. I don't know why. On the, on the Christmas, on the Holy Christmas Day, the 7th of January 2014, 
at I, I, I pronounce it Sretensky Monastery, which is right next to the KGB Central Lubyanka Square, and I was uh, a ceremony made for me, opened for me the chapel, the next door chapel next to the big church. It was very cold. Uh, I remember at the 10 o'clock at night, they they chrismated me to the name Anastas, Anastasios, which is old Greek for resurrection. And a year later, Vladimir Putin has built a huge cathedral on our ground of the monastery to remember the victims and lost souls of the KGB rule. Um, so I became spiritual in Moscow, not in the Catholic Church, I must admit, because I believe to be guided by God, like what we're doing now, protecting by him. I and mean, look at that. I mean, again, the courts in the in as you said, in Manhattan, giving us, doing the job, protecting us in a speed I've never seen it again in any case like and never before. We are guided by God. I believe in it. And you don't need to go to a church necessarily. You can do that at home. You can go to the forest for a walk without the mobile phone, maybe. Um, we have to have a laughter. Um, God wants us also to smile, not to be depressed and, and aggravated and be separated from each other. Um, now is the time to show compassion and love for other humans. And I can repeat that Semper Fi or Semper Supra, the Space Force slogan. Um, now that counts to protect our borders, constitutions and fellow citizens. And justice will do a job. I'm very confident that we're doing the, the things are going the right way. Really, I am. I just learned that the Swiss Embassy is opening the doors for us, the consulate, exceptionally at 8 p.m. New York time. So Wow. <laughs> well, that, that is doing all the time. Very rare. I'll show you a, uh, this is a uh, special operations unit I served in. Um, and um, the the biblical quote on the back there is Isaiah 6, 8, which is the motto. And that is, uh, you know, I heard a voice in the wilderness call, whom shall I send? And it said, uh, send me, Isaiah 6, 8. So I'm very much in line with your great work. want to thank you both for coming on. This is uh, God uh, guiding us. Uh, and the more the savior secret is, the more vulnerable you become, the more invincible God uh, makes us. So I would like thank to, you so much. I, if I may, one more thing. And uh, people ask me, what shall we do now? They panic. I say, stop. If you want to make God have a big laughter, tell him your plans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Yes. Yeah, that's that's very true. So before we go, where where would you like folks to follow you, Pascal? Uh, I've, I've sent you the Rumble channel, and I will send you now my, uh, sorry, not Twitter, my Telegram channel. And that's where, from my hand phone, the news breaks to the people in the world as it happens. Well, this has been great. Thank you both. And so I will end with my traditional ending is fear not, God bless, keep the faith and hold fast. We are winning. This is what winning looks like. So remember, freedom is never given. It is for, it is won, it is taken. So take it. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs>